A few years after I was ordained a priest, I went to a, a retreat conducted by a priest named Father Larry Gillick, G-I-L-L-I-C-K. He's a Jesuit. You can go online and, and listen to him. Father Larry Gillick, at the age of eight, sat on the edge of his porch at home. One of his friends nudged him and he fell off. He hit the back of his head and he was suddenly blinded for life. As Father Gillick was given our retreat, I would watch him read in Braille, and he referred to what he called the gift of blindness in his life. It was a measure, like when I received the gift of blindness, before I received the gift of blindness, it was a determining point that he called a gift. And he said, although I lost my sight, I have gained so much more. Father Larry Gillick, I should bring him back for another retreat for the priests. Another Jesuit priest, Father Robert Spitzer, whom you probably know better from TV, a Jesuit physicist, Father Robert Spitzer, when he was president of Gonzaga University, when he was about my age, when he was 57, he suddenly went blind. And he said that deepened his faith. It's amazing to sit with him at a meal because he will tell you before you see it what you're about to eat, the kind of fruit he can smell and how fresh it is, the beef, how it's seasoned. Amazing. Amazing man. Gives all of his talks through memory. As I was writing this homily this week, I thought, what would it be like to wake up one morning and be suddenly blinded? Try that. You got a lot of time to do it tonight. Sunset is now at 5.30. 4.30 in Dickinson. It's a dreadful time of year. Good time of year, but dark. In today's gospel, our Lord addresses a more serious blindness. He addresses not the physical blindness of the scribes and Pharisees, but their spiritual blindness. He has been combating the spiritual blindness of the Pharisees virtually his whole three years of teaching. And he tells them to cure that, to give them vision in that blindness. They need to recognize that they have one teacher. Our Lord is still our rabbi and his teaching continues in the life of the church, that we have one Father in heaven from which he comes, and that he is master of all. This gives those blind scribes and Pharisees vision.
So I want you to remember, if you remember one thing about what I'm saying, spiritual blindness happens gradually. Physical blindness can happen suddenly, but spiritual blindness happens gradually. Like Ernest Hemingway said, all events happen gradually, then suddenly. We're seeing that in the Middle East right now. Events have been happening gradually for decades. Now they're happening suddenly. Buckle up. And with faith, it takes generations. If you're here, if you're a practicing Catholic that's here, you could probably go back four generations for which to be grateful. You didn't come up with this on your own. It's generational. To have it, it's generational to lose it. And here's how you lose it. Here's the four-generation fade. Can I get a four-generation fade? Thank you. The first step is that parents don't make church a high priority for their kids. I first of all want to say that there are parents here who have made it a high priority and your kids have left the church. I've met with you. I know the pain that you have in your life. I know the disappointment that you grieve when you have made the life of the church a high priority and they have just left it. You will not be judged harshly. You've raised them once. You can't raise them twice. I pray for your healing. And it is a loss that you have to grieve. You parents who have made the life of the church a high priority and the kids have dropped it, you got to move on from that. Don't let that drag you down. Be done with it. You've raised them, let them live. Pray for healing in that. Because the generation slide begins when parents don't make church a high priority. Then kids grow up and make it a less priority for their kids. And then those kids grow up and make it no priority for their kids, which can be fine. If you don't want to be in the life of the church, fine. But the problem is then the fourth generation, those kids grow up with no concept of God. Things happen gradually, then suddenly. Not a high priority? Less of a priority? It's no priority? Because when kids grow up with no concept of God, they have no concept of a higher being, no concept to be thankful for having received something from outside of themselves. Atheists, agnostics, are arrogant people to think that everything just happened and that everything has just been received. Kids who grow up with no concept of God have a loss in their development of conscience. It affects civility. It affects how we treat each other. I said two weeks ago about how our organized religion here fed last year 80,000 pounds of food to the hungry. Kids who grow up not thinking that they have to account for their lives at the end of their life act differently. 
And so the things you start to see on TV begin to make sense. What happens gradually, all of a sudden is suddenly. And so I'll leave you with this thought. Father Armorth is a priest that I wrote in my bulletin article this summer, a book I read. He, he suggested two, two things that newly married couples do, and I, I've, been, I've been starting to use them. One, he says that newly married couples need to pray together. He said when couples pray together, it, it, it fosters harmony, which is good when you're married, and it keeps evil away. He said, second thing is teach that to your kids and take your kids to Mass. He said, our education in the life of the church, he said, it is through osmosis. And they will, later in their life, thank you for it. I see some kids here that are probably dragged to Mass, right around here. I see, I see you. I see it in your eyes. I, I, I was you. I was dragged to Mass. Do you think I wanted to go to Mass? Do you think I would be here today if it was not a high priority of my parents to have life in the church? I'm not saying that your children are going to be priests. What I'm saying is they, they need the life in the church to find their vocation, to find happiness in their life. So although any one of us here, God forbid, goes physically blind suddenly, we can all, with God's grace, avoid spiritual blindness gradually by our life in the church. Coming here, recognizing our one teacher, our Lord Jesus, who is from the Father, who is our master, who gives us light. Amen.